Welcome everyone to Outpost 127, as we broadcast from our outlying post to bring a little encouragement to those of you on the front lines advancing the gospel of Jesus Christ. Well, welcome in, everybody, to this uh, broadcast of Outpost 127. So glad that you could join us today. I've been uh, excited, been wanting to do this uh, broadcast for a long while and introduce you to somebody really, really special in my life, uh, Luke Pollock. And Luke and I, we uh, became friends when he was stationed here in San Antonio in the uh, United States Air Force. And we attended the same church together, Grace Point Church, right here in San Antonio, Texas, and got to know each other really well and realized, uh, it didn't, didn't take very long, but realized we both had really kind of the same heartbeat when it comes to ministry and discipleship and, and church and those kinds of things. And so we hit it off real, real fast. Our families uh, really hit it off as well. And uh, we've been friends ever since. And so uh, they moved uh, up to Circleville, Ohio, which is in central Ohio, just outside of, of Columbus. And they've been there now for a, a number of years. And so we've been wanting to do ministry together for, for years and years. And so this is our opportunity. We're going to uh, be doing this broadcast, uh, Outpost 127, uh, together moving forward. And so you can get some uh, great insight, both from Luke and, and myself, as we begin to interview other people who are serving on the front lines of the gospel ministry. So today we're going to be talking about all kinds of things. We're going to be talking about identity. We're going to be talking about uh, compartmentalization in terms of you know how we sometimes say ministry is over here and family is over here and you know life is over here and work is over here we're going to talk about how all of those things just just come together and, and, and merge together when you are acting as the church and we're going to talk about what it looks like uh, when it's not such a great day in the ministry world and what does that that actually look like and we want to encourage you to stick around to the very very end where i think you uh will enjoy a blessing that Luke will uh, will have for you at the end of, of today's broadcast. So uh, without any further ado, uh, we were able to uh, talk to Luke a thousand miles away from my home here in San Antonio tonight, and I hope you enjoy everything uh, that he has to say. So uh, thanks again for being here, and let's get on with it. Well, welcome, everybody, uh, to our broadcast this evening and uh, I am I gotta tell you I am like um, overwhelmed actually uh, just to just to talk to my friend who's over a thousand miles away uh, but we uh, we just have the same heartbeat uh, we've been together for for years and we've been really wanting to be able to do ministry again together and so here we here we are here we have the opportunity and so I just want to welcome in uh, Luke Pollock all the way from Circleville Ohio Luke how are you doing this evening Hey, I'm doing pretty good. It's good to hear your voice as usual. And uh, yeah, this is this has been something I've been looking forward to for a very long time as well. And so let's get this ball rolling. Absolutely. Well, what's crazy is, is that like when Luke and I get on the phone uh, and talk, we'll we'll go on for hours and hours and our wives will be just stunned that we can actually be on the phone um, so long talking about things. But it's just kind of the way it is with us when we start talking about ministry and encouraging people and uh, discipleship and all those those amazing things so um, yeah my wife is always like what'd you guys talk about and I'm like <laughs> I don't know but it was good yeah it, no, it's always good it's always <laughs> yeah. rich and deep 
Um, and, and I think what we wanted to do tonight is just get to know Luke a little bit more. And, and we're going to spend some time uh, kind of with an interview this evening just to just to get to know uh, a little bit of his heart. Um, we're going to also you're going to be hearing a lot from Luke as he's going to be the co co-host of this uh, broadcast. So so let me let me just start by asking you, Luke, if you could tell us a, a little bit about you, what you believe is is your unique Matthew 28 calling. Yeah, uh, that's a good question. I mean, it's, it's a lot of times it's, you know, you takes a, you have to think about it for, for one, it took me a little bit to be like, gosh, you know, I love that passage and we've, we've preached on that passage and we've said, yes, this is, this is, uh, this is what everybody's called to do is who are, are faithful followers of Christ mm-hmm. that we're, you know, we're called to do this. But, um, so when you asked me that question, I'm like, oh man, that's, that's a tough one, but but being a being a bivocational pastor, uh, you constantly have your feet in two different worlds. Mm-hmm. Um, you have your work, your your, uh, your my career, which I'm an IT professional for the United States Army, um, and then I I'm an associate pastor with the Vine- Vineyard Circleville, and and uh, and so I, I'm constantly doing this balancing act. It seems like, um, and but the but the truth of the matter is. Uh, like I've, I've now began to realize eh, probably, I'm probably about 10 years into it now, but, uh, 10 years ago, I wouldn't have said this, but now I see, I see both as being ministry. Mm, Um, you, you are, you are, I'm, I'm the pastor to the United States army soldiers, Mm. uh, that are recruiting in Columbus, Ohio, uh, all the way down to Barbersville, West Virginia. And, in Florence, Kentucky. Um, I'm, I'm a pastor to them as well as a pastor, uh, to, to the, the group of people that happen to, to congregate in a old warehouse now in Circleville, Ohio. Huh. Huh. Um, uh, that's, that's, that's who I pastor. Yes. And they're both, it's both ministry, you know, because you know, and I know it, we don't, you don't just go to church, but you are to be the church wherever you go. Amen. And so, and so, that when you live by that mantra, thank you. Shout out to Pastor Jeff Harris from uh, uh, Grace Point, San Antonio. But uh, that that mantra is is something that we all have to. We should all be striving to live by, um, and and being being the church wherever we go. So that makes that makes my arena in the IT world. I'm I'm a I'm a chaplain. I'm a pastor there, um, and so so basically. When I when I think about that, my Matthew calling, uh, Matthew twenty eight calling is really uh, to, to to help people. Mm. Uh, in my IT mm. profession, I, I help people by solving solving uh, their problems, solving giving solutions to uh, a, a computer break or a network issue or uh, somebody's phone is is not working properly. I, I am we call them fires in the IT world, and so I to to one see what the issue is um two try to find a solution as quickly as possible because a lot of times they don't have the time they they're always it's always urgent um and three to to provide a a piece of who i am to the customer like i i strive uh to give them more than just a solution uh to their what they feel is their problem um and i talk to them i i I, I communicate and just share stories with them or, or joke with them um, because, because I have now seen that as that is my mission field. My mission field is 
uh, to those soldiers, to that, to that, uh, battalion. Um, and I'm, I'm their chaplain. I'm, I even do, uh, when, uh, retirement ceremonies and, and, uh, other award ceremonies, I'm always the one they ask to do invocations. Huh. And so they've, they've come to me and they've trusted me now to, to do this where normally it's a uniformed soldier, a chaplain in the, in the military that does these things. They see me as a civilian that you are our chaplain. They've now begun to see that in me. And so, so once I decided not to decompartmentalize stuff, is that a word? Yeah, no, that's it's going to be a word today. No, that's good. That's good. <laughs> my ministry, I, <laughs> I, I'm now able to see my Matthew 28 uh, calling more clearly because it's really in both, both arenas. I'm called to help people and I'm called to help them find solutions in the IT world, but also in, in the church. I'm helping people help uh, find what their true identity in Christ is. The book of Ephesians, man, mm. is littered. It's so rich in, in, um, in detailing our, our new identity as Christ followers. Uh, it's, it's who we are. Uh, he, Paul does an amazing job explaining who we were before Christ. And, and then he goes in, and there's this, 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 these sections of chapters that are saying, you know, this is who you were, but that now because of Christ, this is who you are. And then... He, he doesn't leave you there either. And it's only six, it's only six chapters, <laughs> you know, he doesn't leave you there. He's like, he's preparing you for battle. Yeah. He's it's, it's amazing. If you look, if you look at in Ephesians five and six, he's, he's preparing you for battle. Um, and, uh, to battle for your marriage, to battle, uh, for your family and ultimately to battle the enemy. And, uh, and so, so I want people to understand that. I want people to understand their true identity in Christ. Um, and uh, Ephesians 4.12 is really kind of becoming my, one of my, my ministry verses, but kind of like a live verse, but I'm, I'm beginning to see my ministry as this. Um, and it, it simply says, their responsibility is to equip God's people to do his work and build up the mm. church, the body mm. of Christ. And, and that, is, that is where I'm at. I, I want to be an equipper. I want to be someone that uh, can pour into others and, and get them get them rolling. Uh, I'm, I'm a part of the vineyard church and John Wimber is one of the founders. And he always said, he always said one of his, we call them Wimberisms is the meat is in the street. And, uh, you you can, you can sit under good teaching all day long. You can sit under the best teaching, but if there's no application, if there's no, uh, putting it to action, then it's worthless. It's, it's really, it's really no good. And Neil Cole did a great, uh, he, he, he has a great quote that basically says the American church uh, is equipped way beyond their obedience. Mm, mm. And that, that is a powerful statement because we have, we have gorged ourselves. I, and I preached on this a couple of weeks ago. We've gorged ourselves on, on uh, just the buffet line of Christianity. Oh, I'll take some of this and I'll take some of that. And I want, Oh gosh, pour some gravy on that, <laughs> you know? And then, but then we just gorge ourselves every Sunday and every Bible study that we're a part of. And, and Wimber's saying, dude, the meat is in the street. Mm. You're, you're, you're not going to get the filet mignon until you actually put that to use in the street. And, uh, and that's, that's kind of where I'm at right now in my life. I, I just want to equip people. I want to help people um, find, their, you know, find out who they are and their identity in Christ and help people find a solution on how to uh, go to the next level and how to get uh, get in action. Be, you yeah. know, 
because the meat is truly in the well, street. It's, it's amazing that you say that, and I, and, I, and I love it because a lot of people, they just don't um, understand their identity, right? And so I, you said a couple things there I thought was you know really excellent. And of course, knowing you all these years, um, I know your heart, and this is your heart, that that compartmentalization, right? Your arenas of life. You you don't get up in the morning and say, okay, well, what am I, you know, I'm going to go to work today and, and I'm going to put off my sort of Matthew 28 ministry till later. And I do that on Sundays. And like, we, we can't do that, right? Your identity in Christ, to your point, your identity in Christ as a Christ follower um, is who you are at all times and in all places. 24-7. Right. And when we say <laughs> yeah. that we're the church, that's really what we're talking about, right? That that is our identity. That is who we are. And we are to take that. And, and, and I, I love that. The meat's in the street. Then we go and serve those uh, that are around us. And you are a great help, by the way. That's uh, that's absolutely true. Uh, you are somebody that comes alongside well, people and, and supports them. Well, and that's that's been like the last 20 years mm-hmm. of my life. I've been, I've been I'm only 40 years old. And I've been in ministry for over 20 years. That's 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 over half my life. You you're know? 40. And that, oh, my. You're OK. <laughs> I'm sorry. I shouldn't have I shouldn't have thrown that out there because everybody's not going to listen to me now. <laughs> hey, well, you're just oh, I was going to say you're an old man. Somebody, no, I was going to say you're an old man. Or somebody. Yeah. yeah somebody's going to say, oh, you're too old. <laughs> but uh, what, I, what I'm saying is, is for 20, 20 plus years of my ministry, man, and you know this better, better than anybody. And and the leaders of our church right now know this. There's a, there's this amazing story in exodus exodus 17 and it and it's it's moses uh uh, in the israelite army getting ready to go fight the amalekites Mm. and and uh they're 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 gearing up he's moses has instructed joshua and they're getting ready to go and uh and moses and aaron and her climb this mountain and and uh, Moses has told joshua hey i'm gonna raise my staff and when i have this raised you're going to uh, you guys are going to have the advantage on the, on the battlefield. And, uh, and what goes on is, is Moses starts getting tired. Moses is worn out. He's, I mean, one, he's already what climbed a mountain and he's old. Uh, <laughs> two, he's, he's, he's got his hands raised to keep the staff up in the air. And, and, uh, here Aaron and, and her see that his, his hands have been, are being lowered and he can't, he can't maintain it. And, and the Israelite army's losing. And they're like, they take action and they, they find a, they find a rock for Moses to sit on and they lift his arms up and prop his arms up. And the scripture says until the sunset, Wow. <laughs> they had his wow. arms raised for that long. And I feel like my wife and I both, that has been, that has been our ministry for the last 20 years is, is to come alongside a mm-hmm. church that may be struggling or maybe starting out and, and to be that support for them. Um, so for 20, 20 plus years that I've never really been a lead guy at, at a church yeah. and, and I've, I've, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Both Lacey and I, my wife, we're okay with that because this is an amazing ministry to be a part of, to be able to be a support, uh, to take all the pressures, as, as many pressures as we can off the lead people has been, has been a, a, a tremendous blessing to them. I know that because I've, I've heard the affirmation from it. But also to us. Let me let me. I want to like I want to is... pull that out for just a quick second because I you said something that's really amazing there, and I and I don't want to gloss over it too fast. I know for you it's this is like the normal thing, right? But when you say that that <laughs> for twenty years you haven't really been the lead guy and you're okay with that, 
like your ministry is to hold other people's arms up to support them. That's a really big deal, I'm, Luke. Yeah. I mean, there's and, a lot of people out there right now that, that are feeling the same way. They're saying, hey, I'm I'm not the head guy. I, I haven't been the head guy. And is that OK? And what you're saying is a- absolutely it is. Yeah. Uh, and that picture, again, not to not to just keep on shouting out Grace Point in San Antonio, but uh, uh, there was there was a youth pastor there that um, I, I had a great relationship with. And he and I had asked the question, I was like, you've been in youth ministry for this long. Like normally you see people that are in youth ministry. They're only there until they can get to the next the top tier. Uh-huh. You know what I'm right. saying? Like and to see and I have I have a guy here. Uh, in Circleville, Ohio, that I it goes to a different church too. That I I absolutely adore because he knows his calling. He knows his Matthew eight twenty mm-hmm. calling. It's not to lead. It's not to lead the main church to be the main guy. It is to be to be in that support role to uh, to stay in into that area and just and youth ministry is. is I mean, he, okay, he's the main guy in youth ministry, but most people would not see him on the same tier as as a as a lead right. pastor. Right. Um, and so that, and that can be the enemy can attack sure. there. Yeah. Oh, you're not, you're not the lead guy. You, you know, you, you, you are settling for second. Right. Best. Goes, goes no. right to the heart of, goes that's, right that's... to the heart of your identity. Right. I mean, that's exactly, that's exactly right. And goes, Satan, right? Satan will attack. Yeah. He will attack whatever yeah. he can. And he attacks most at the identity part because we being image bearers mm. of God, he can't stand looking mm. at us. Mm. Good. He can't Good. stand yeah. it. He mm. hates it. He hates God. He hates everything about him. And so where would he attack us is in our identity yeah, in Christ. To get us weak right there and to make us think that we're less than than what he says we are, uh, what he says about oh, us, yes. right? And then and then and make us sort Amen. of uh numb for the uh and, and, and I, I'll I'll just tell our listeners right now, you may bristle a little bit when I say this, but but uh to, to castrate us for the for the kingdom. Right. And that, right. Yeah. And that's, oh. that's exactly what he wants oh, to yeah. do. He just wants to get us so that we're not, you know, engaged in kingdom work effective, effective in, in what we're doing. Yeah. yeah. And, and let me yeah. ask you this, you know, Philippians one twenty seven in, in part says, uh, and that's really what the uh, outpost one twenty seven is is really all about. And in part, it says, Paul says that I may hear that you are standing firm in one spirit with one mind, striving side by side for the faith of the gospel. Right. So in light of that, let's talk about a meeting you and I had uh, several years ago in the back room of an 80 year old Chinese food restaurant, which, by the way, I don't know if you know this. It is um, the oldest Chinese food restaurant in the state of Texas, by the way. That's at least what they advertise. We were in the back room. We were having this great conversation. It went on for a long period of time. Um, why why do you think it's so important to do gospel ministry side by side with someone else or with other people and, and not just by yourself? We're, we're, we're not called to be a lone hmm. ranger. Um, we're just not. Uh, we're not designed that way. We're designed for community. Uh, we're designed to 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 be in it together. Um, but 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 I, I love I love the the Philippians one twenty seven passage and and if you read in the uh, the amplified uh-huh, translation uh-huh. it says that that we are like like we are in combat mm, together good yeah you so know? good and and being being a, a vet uh in the from the united states air force like being in combat together that's that that triggers some things in my brain 
that says, oh, buddy, you know, we, we are in a foxhole mm. together. You know, we, we are, uh, you have my back and I have your back. We are now battle buddies and we're battle tested, yeah, you know, you know, we're, we're going to be attacked by these flaming mm-hmm. arrows. Ephesians 6 mm-hmm. tells mm-hmm. us this, you know, there and onslaughts of the enemy. We're, we're not fighting against flesh and blood. We're fighting against the principalities of the darkness. You know, this is the, this is, this is who we're right. fighting and, and who we're up against. And you need to be, you need to be with other people, like-minded people like that. Um, and, and because we need, we need each other. We yeah. need each other. We need it. We need to, you need to have my back. I need to have your back. And we need to, 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 to go back again to the Exodus 17 uh, analogy is we need to lift each other's hands go. up. I mean, we, we have to be there for each other to be able to do that, to encourage each other, uh, to, to encourage them to, to continue to run the race. Uh, when the race is, is so difficult and you're ready to collapse. I'm not a runner, but, you know, if I, if I try to run a block, I, I'm going to need encouragement to get to the mm-hmm. next block. I mean, I'm just going to be, I'm just going to be real. Like <laughs> if, if, if I'm running, you know? and I'm going to need encouragement just to, to start the race. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> but we, we need each other to encourage right. each other. You know, we, we also need each other to smack each yeah, other around. Good. Yeah. Mm. Like when, when you're, when you are, are slipping from when, when I know what your Matthew 28 calling is and you're beginning to slip and you're beginning to, to, uh, sway on some things you need smacked around. You need, you need a, you need a good rebuke of saying, you know, you, you need to check this. This is, this is going against what your calling truly is. Uh, and you can only know that Greg, if you're, if you're a battle. Yeah. Boss. Good. Huh? You can, yeah. you can only know that when you've spent time in the mm, foxhole yeah. together, sharing stories of your family, sharing stories of, of what life was back, you know, back in mm-hmm. the day, those, those foxhole stories, are important. We need each other to be able to stay on our, our calling and our mission. Yeah, and, and, and I really and, I, I really want, you know, if anybody is, is, is hearing this and they're they're doing gospel ministry by themselves right now, right? And they're thinking, oh, I, I've got this. I can do this. Uh, it, it is important to surround yourself and, and have, I like that, battle buddies uh, with you who, who, are, or who are, you know, storming the gates of hell right together. And not try to do it by Amen. yourself. And, and I know I, I, I've done it on my own. I thought I could do it on my own for, for so Same. long. Yeah. And you just get weak. And, and that's why I think you and I, when we get on the phone together and talk for long periods of time, we just need to really build each other up, encourage one another, strengthen one another for, you know, to get up the next morning and continue on. So that's really, really good. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, Hey, whining does happen though, oh, right? Oh, sure. <laughs> if we're on- oh, absolutely. <laughs> and, and in fact, that's what I was going to ask you, right? Because it all sounds like we can sit here and we can make it all sound amazing. Right. And, and I know anybody who's listening, who, who's, you know, doing ministry right now and they're going, man, you guys, come on. I mean, there's really tough days. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm all about Matthew 28 calling. I'm all about having, you know, people surrounding me and, and holding people's arms up and being having my my arms held up. But there are some tough days in ministry. And and, you know, I, let me ask you, yeah. what what do those those tough days in ministry look like? You know, when you say to yourself, is this all really worth it? What what does that look like to you? Uh, it, it, can I say suck? Mm. Because those those are some of the those are the some some of the days that where you're just like man this this just really sucks mm-hmm. um uh when when you're 
already committed to 40 plus hours of work and, and doing it well, you know, not just, not just, I don't even know if I can say that, but uh, I want to say half-ass. So I'm just going to yeah, go ahead there and you say, go. I don't want to half-ass, I don't want to half-ass my career, yeah. you know, because they're, de- they're depending mm-hmm. on me. Plus I'm an example of Christ. Yeah, today. Good. They know, they already know I'm, I'm a Christ follower. And if I'm just, if I'm just skimping out and just getting by over there, uh, then that's, that's not a great example of Christ. And I'm trying to be an ambassador uh, of this guy, you know? And so I, I have to give my all into that area. And so I'm wear, worn out after 40 plus hours of work. Um, and then, and then I have this other, these other commitments of, of empowering and equipping other people in our church and, and empowering them to do the work of the ministry as Ephesians four twelve says. And, and so there, there's, engagement there and there's there's pouring into people and and constantly praying for people and so so i'm tired yeah Yeah. you know i'm i'm exhausted Mm. at times um and it's and it it just is it's just an exhausting work um and so i i just i get weary i get stretched um stretched beyond belief at times i'm like i god i don't think i can be stretched any further i'm going to snap i'm not elasta man or elasta girl <laughs> from incredibles you know i'm not that i'm right. not that i can't stretch that far um and uh, and it and it what it's done is it's forced me to have good boundaries mm. um uh, my father is a was a methodist minister for 30 plus years and uh and and i've learned that you have to have good ba- boundaries from his example i've i've just learned you have to let your yes be yes and your no be no um and setting good boundaries is extremely important in that area because it's it's allowed me to be, if you don't have good boundaries greg something sits on the back yeah. burner yeah. and typically what sits on the back burner oh, is family good mm. Mm. absolutely right? that's so true yeah, we, we look and at Christ has well, called going us going back to your point yeah, earlier, right, about about saying that we compartmentalize. Right. And so we say we mm-hmm. don't do it, but you're absolutely right. What what sits on the back oh. burner and what we compartmentalize is beca- it becomes our families. And we say, well, right. Oh, yeah. and so the family's and over here. Suffer. But hey, hey, we're doing stuff for God. So this is the important stuff. Right. <laughs> which which you when you yeah, when you do studies that the, there's. If if they're if the pastor's kids are le- have are, have left mm. the church, the former pastor kids have left the church because because dad or mom is married to the church or or dad and mom is you know is 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 the only church focused and not family focused right. any longer, and so having having solid boundaries is extremely mm. important. This year during COVID, man, we've spent several weekends up at a camper just away unplugging being away from everything and uh and stepping away from the church and allow you know the show will go on without you yeah right absolutely (laughs) true yeah yeah and And, just when we think that we're irreplaceable um we we can you know we can we get replaced right and and either we do it ourselves Mm -hmm. on ourselves because we we burn ourselves out um or people see around us that you've you've kind of you know, been burned out. And so it's, it's time to, unfortunately time to move on. I, I want to ask you uh, a couple yeah. of other things uh, in our time before we, we kind of come to the end yeah. here, but you're coming on board um, to help co-host this broadcast. We get to 
uh, actually do ministry together again uh, for the first time in a long yeah. time. I know I'm, that's amazing. Uh, so you're, you are coming on board to help co-host this broadcast moving forward. What, what excites you the most uh, about the potential of Outpost 127 moving forward? Dude, this this is super exciting. All right, because <laughs> again, being being a bi bivocational pastor for twenty plus years, um, there isn't okay. Hear this: there really isn't anything for mm. us mm. out there. Let me let me make that let me let me be a little clearer. When you go to your favorite conferences or or anything like that, the conferences are never geared towards. The bivocational pastor, the friends dweller, or the misfits yeah. in mind. Yeah, it's so they're true. Not, yep. They're they're ha, ha, they're they're all these other uh, and they're important. Yeah. They're important. All these other topics and part of these conferences, but there's really nothing for the this group of people. Um, and there's there's nothing that specializes in equipping and encouraging this group of superheroes. Can I say? They're superheroes. <laughs> well, no, we're right? we because you are you are, are in this yeah, ministry so. yourself. So uh, you are yeah. you are uh, one as well. So is that? I, can I wear a cape? Is that <laughs> so? Is we, that we need to get we need to get capes now uh, for everybody on the show on the broadcast. Hey, that would yeah <laughs> maybe maybe we do maybe we do, but there there really isn't anything yeah. for yeah. us, right? Yeah. And and I know you've experienced that. You you still get great things out of conferences. I love still going to conferences, but I'm all I always leave slightly frustrated because I'm like, they I can't. Re it's not right. relatable. Right. Like I don't have a church size of one thousand or yeah. or more. You know I don't have a you know I I don't. And so how do how do I? Because now after a conference, I have to come and kind of bust through some things and and weed out some other things and then take some of the nuggets that I think can apply to, to where I'm at specifically in my own faith journey and in my ministry mm -hmm. walk. Like, and so you, now you have to wade through that and shift through and find those gold nuggets. And, and so there's really nothing for this group of people. And that's what excites me more than anything is that maybe just maybe by the grace of God, outpost 127 can be that for somebody. It's going to be that maybe for yeah. me and you. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know, it already yeah. has been. I've, yeah. I've enjoyed the, the episodes that I've listened to so far. But maybe, maybe, just maybe, we'll have a place for people to come to get equipped. A place for people to come to be encouraged. Uh, to continue to fight the, yeah, the good fight. Go. To, to continue to run the race. Uh, because cause yeah. they matter. Oh, amen. We, amen. we yeah. matter. We matter in the in the grand scheme of the ministry, the kingdom, the kingdom ministry. We matter. Yeah, uh, man, I, you got me fired up now because that's that's so true, and, and and that's my heart. I know that's your heart, and you know those people that are out there that are fighting that battle every day, uh, that are in those foxholes, that are on the front lines, and that's exactly what you know. Outpost one twenty seven is is designed to do is to encourage uh, those folks that I, I call mit, misfit ministers. Uh, like like you and I. So so saying all of that in the minute and a half or so we have left, you know, one of the goals of Outpost 127 is to encourage those fellow sojourners. Right. That's exactly what we're talking about. That's exactly what we're here to do. Uh, they're fighting the good fight, the front lines of the gospel ministry. What is one encouragement that you would like to give to those listening right now? 
Just one. Yeah, oh, I know. Geez. Just one. I I do I do just simply want to say that we we see you. We see you. I mean, we see we know the struggles that you go through. We know uh we can we can relate. You know, and and you're you're seen. What you're doing matters. What you're doing is valued. And so I just want them to know that mm. we see you. We see you. What you do matters. It's valid. It's valued. Um and it, it doesn't all, it doesn't always seem like it is when you're when you're in the thick yeah. of it right you're like does what i'm doing even really matter does anybody even see what i'm doing when you're the second or third right. fiddle you know and yes we see you you do matter good what, don't give up what a, what a great word to end on uh because uh misfit ministers do absolutely matter in in the in the kingdom of, of things i think everybody can see exactly why uh you know i i love luke and and uh, just close friends with him and and want to do ministry been wanting to do ministry with him again for for years i think you've got an opportunity to hear his heart today and and understand his passion. I mean, he is fired up today. And this is the the topic that I know when we talk a lot about um, identity, he gets really fired up. So good news is that some of the stuff he said, I wish we had more time to talk about or just one thing. Good news is you're going to be here, be back with us so we can uh, we can dive into these topics and develop them a lot further. Right. Yeah. Amen. 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 Hey, can I pray? For, oh, can I absolutely. Pray for them? Let's do that, please. Thank you. All right. Yeah. Uh, Holy Spirit, I just ask that you just fall on whoever's listening right now, uh, that you would just come and empower them, Father, strengthen them. Uh, Lord, I hope, I, I pray that you bring battle buddies mm. that are yeah, tested amen. as well to, to sit in the same foxhole with them, Father God. Lord, I, I ask that you send people right now that will raise their arms up and, and help them fight the good fight. Father God, I ask that you just uh, give them wisdom right now. Mm. Give them wisdom. Father, help them set good boundaries nice. in their lives. Help them set good boundaries. I just ask that you just uh, begin to minister to them right yeah. now. Thank in you, Jesus. Jesus. Name. Amen. 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 Hey, thanks, Luke. I uh, really appreciate your time. And God bless you and your family. We'll uh, talk to you soon. Good night. Well, I think you uh, get an idea now of why uh, Luke is going to be such a blessing to us here on Outpost 127. He is such an encouragement for me. I know he's going to be an encouragement for all of you as well. And he gets really passionate. As you saw today, he's just so passionate about talking about identity and and being the church and and doing ministry wherever you find yourself at any given moment. And so uh, we just want to thank Luke for being here. And uh, we want to thank you for joining us here at Outpost 127. And no matter where you're doing your kingdom work, please remember what uh, Paul says. Keep doing it side by side, striving for the faith of the gospel. God bless.